And we're back. Welcome back to Talking Picture Talk. I am Sean. With me is Joe. Hello. Hello. And with Joe and I is D and Vince. And we are back after a hiatus, I guess. What's it been, like two months? Spring break. Spring break. There you go. And we are here tonight to talk about the life and career of Mr. Jim Carrey. What a way to come where, back. Where do you, where do we begin? Well, you can His, pretty much uh, begin polit- and end in 1994. Politically charged paintings <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about that. They're actually really good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what, are they like, they're kind of like graphic though, aren't they? If you, I don't know. Or is uh, it just like, like Donald Trump's face on a pig, like stuff like that? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. If you go to a... Talented guy. Jim Carrey's Twitter, everybody. I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is, at Jim Carrey. But he's uh, actually a very talented painter. And he does them, I guess he does them really quick because they're very topical. It's a shame he's not good at comedy. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Whose idea was Jim Carrey? It was D's. I'm looking at these politically charged paintings. It's like a, it appears to be Theodore Roosevelt, I guess. Oh, man, he is a pretty good. They're uh, really good, though, yeah. Wow, here's one with Trump. It says, uh, the hat says, make me God. Um, it appears to be a Tennessee logo, not unsure why, in between an American flag and a Russian flag. Interesting. Interesting <laughs> stuff. Okay. I forgot all about it. I forgot that he, I, I mean, I knew he went nuts, but I forgot how nuts. I guess he's always been nuts, though. Well, nuts like, like I think he went political from, rants? No, I think he went no. from hyper to like insane. Like he just completely went off the deep end, right? Did he not? Yeah, I think he went a little nuts. <laughs> Yeah. Just a little. <laughs> I think I know he he gave uh he gave up acting for a little while, a couple years. Did he give up acting or did he do the number 23 and then people were like never again. <laughs> never again. We work in this town. I think he put it on hold for like 2-3 years. Mm-hmm. Then and he came back with Yes Man. That's when he started painting a lot. But then he was like showing up at these events or award shows and he was giving some really weird interviews. Like <laughs> he was like I remember one was like, you know, the, the person was like, hey, so Jim, you know, how are you? And he's like, well, I don't exist. <laughs> and she's like, um, okay. Like, he just made it as weird as possible for her. <laughs> my favorite um, my favorite red carpet interview ever was, um, uh, man, we, sh- we should be doing Robin Williams instead of Jim Carrey. But uh, it was Robin Williams was on the red carpet, and somebody comes up, and he's like in a tuxedo. And they were like, uh, and who are you wearing? And he was like, Sears. <laughs> But honestly, that's how that's how like I judge, that's how I judge if somebody's funny, like how they are in, in that unscripted moment. And Jim Carrey, to some degree, has that. Yeah, why are you raising your hand? Well, I was going to say Jim Carrey had one. It was the SNL 40th celebration, and he gave a completely normal interview to like Matt Lauer and I forget who else. And then right in the right at the end of it, he just asked, "What's it's like?" What it was right after the Brian Williams mm-hmm. controversy. He's like, "So what's going on with Brian Williams? Why did he lie?" And they just like <laughs> did not know how to respond to that. That was one of the. <laughs> uh, I, I do remember that, and then and then I also um, remember like the last uh, the last Letterman when they had like ten people come out to do the top ten, like ten famous people. He was definitely the funniest. He came out with that shirt that says like it's like spanks for the memories, <laughs> and he was like, I think the top ten was like 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 10 Dave Letterman complaints or something. And Jim Carrey was like, was like, uh, Dave, you're a bit of an overactor. And then he, he like started like smacking himself in the face and like pulling his eyelids down his go-to that, that really is. <laughs> Everyone has a go-to. Um, I also, but I mean, yeah, he, he's, he's gone. He's gone completely crazy. Like that Andy Kaufman documentary on Netflix where he, well, we'll talk about, I guess, man on the moon, uh, in a little bit, you know, once we get through his first uh, three good movies. But, um, he uh, apparently auditioned for SNL in like 1981 and didn't get it, and then he goes back to audition in 1985. <laughs> Do you know the story, Vince? No, I just know that he was so, one of the famous rejects. He, he apparently, yeah, yeah, but um, he apparently goes to 30 Rock where it's where it's filmed for his audition, and this is 85, and there's a guy like jump threatening to jump off the building to kill himself. So Jim Carrey like sees us he's walking in and realizes that like it's a sign that he'll kill himself if he goes on Saturday Night Live, so he just left. <laughs> So the, the like quintessential Saturday Night Live cast member was actually never on Saturday Night Live, but worked out all right for him anyway. Yep. First I actor to make. I didn't even Mill. know he tried out for it. Was he on any? Of, wasn't he on? He's like some sort of sketch comedy show that was around for it, a little bit. In, in living, living color. color. But yeah. he, and he's hosted Saturday Night Live a couple times, I think. Yeah, he probably has. Actually, he definitely has. Um, yeah, no, he. I think he was. He was a stand-up. 
I don't like you can see there's old clips on YouTube of him doing stand up in the eighties and it's like it's like half jokes and half him just like contorting himself. <laughs> like it's so stupid. <laughs> well he did produce that uh, T V show on um I forget I think it's on Showtime that was like based on the comedy store. Oh, the, the the one in the seventies? Yeah. I didn't oh it's like it's called um, uh, I'm, uh, dying, I'm dying up here. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. He never was in it, but I know he produced it. And... I I never saw that, but I was listening to uh I think it was. I think it was. It wasn't. It could have mattered because it was. It was Dom Irera, the guy who plays like the limo driver in Lebowski. <laughs> he was getting interviewed, <laughs> and he's like a stand-up. And he said, like, I think it was maybe Adam Kroll, and he said something like, oh, "Have you seen that show? Like, I'm dying up here. Like, you were part of that scene." And he was like, "Oh, that show's terrible. <laughs> like, it's not. It's not at all accurate." Although everyone that I've heard of, other than Dom Irera, seems to like it. Um, but yeah, he was definitely. He actually. I also read that he auditioned. So it was Pauly Shore's mom, Mitzi Shore, ran the comedy store in the seventies. And maybe still. I, I know she, she died, died recently. Yeah, yeah, recently. That's right. Um, and he auditioned the same, <laughs> the, the same exact night as Vince's favorite comedian. <laughs> take take a stab. <laughs> He's got a show on HBO. <laughs> Bill Maher. No. <laughs> no, not your favorite. Um, yeah. So I guess he he turned that that stand weird stand up stuff into uh, uh into weird weird movies. Um. How I'm just going off of IMDb right now, and we should just jump right in. Uh, Ace Ventura looks to be his first. Uh, he made four movies in 1994: Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber. Um, all basically in one way. What? That's three. That's three movies. What did I say? Four. Four. Uh, well, I was I was counting four ninety four on here, but one of them is just something about. It just says Jim Carrey, Cuban Pete. Maybe it was a stand-up special or something. I don't know. I'm sorry. He made th- he made three notable movies in 1994. Um, but he wasn't, like, I guess he was on A Living Color before then? Yeah, I think so. And that's, they were like, okay. Well, was, oh, wait. He was in Peggy Sue Got Married? I guess. That's the Nicolas Cage movie. I think you don't know. You, absolutely, you like, own this movie. You absolutely know what it is. I've never seen oh, it. What's that, the one with Nicolas Cage? Yeah, it's Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I guess he's. I guess he's, guess he's in that. Um, but it looks like a bunch of nothing. And then he comes out of nowhere. Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Um, Might be my favorite of his. It was I liked stuff. I, I liked Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls more than Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. I think they're both disgusting. I don't really even Pet, Pet Detective is when the Miami Dolphins mascot goes missing, or is that yeah. Yeah. And When Nature Calls? Snowflake. Yeah, and Sean Young plays like a. It's like really. Didn't age well by today's standards. Wait, who's Sean Young? She's the police detective who plays the kicker. Uh, got it. Okay. <laughs> That's all I need to say. Got it. Finkel. Yeah. Finkel okay. is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> like they, uh, yeah. Um, is this, is, what's the one where he climbs out of the rhinoceros? That's when nature calls. All right, then you and D can just talk about Pet Detective because I don't, I don't think I've ever seen it. <laughs> the, the one where he's like, he like starts like in the Himalayas. That's when nature calls. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You never seen the first one? Dan Marino. I can Dan quote Marino, the entire yeah. movie for you. <laughs> when, when Nature, Nature Calls. calls. Yep. I, I remember watching that movie a lot. Um, I, I don't know. Was, it, I, was Ace Ventura like a character that he did in like improv or anything first? Or no, I just couldn't tell you. So I, <laughs> did even, I guess he, yeah, he wrote it with Tom Shidak. Is that the guy's name? Um. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Do you guys have any any, Wait, any he thoughts? Wrote, he wrote what? Sorry, he like co-wrote Ace Ventura. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Is it funny? It's funny. I mean, it's probably one of the funnier movies. The second one's better. You're right. The second in one's the better 90s. than the first one. Not the funniest, you know. Yeah. All of Adam Sandler's. It's one of those movies where it's like if you put anyone else in it, mm-hmm. like taking away the fact that he did write it, no one else could. It, like, it's just he's he makes it funny, and I think yeah, that's I, what yeah. I was watching The Mask today, and I had the same thought. Like, no one else could do this but Jim Carrey. Yeah, because he's like, The Mask is a cartoon character, and that's what mm-hmm. Jim Car- Carrey is. <laughs> he really is. Now, The Mask, I don't remember at all. I rem- I mean, I know it. I know what it is and all, like, the famous lines and stuff. But, like, what is the plot of it, again? Uh, he's like, ca- what, I know he finds it. Like, can, I, wa- can I take this one, guys? <laughs> I, know, I know, and I remember he finds The Mask washed up on the shore. Then from there until the very yeah. end, I can't remember a single thing about the plot. D, D wants to do Jim Carrey and hasn't brought the mic to his mouth at all. Well, the ma- it's like... 
he's it's like a mob he like takes down the mob. the mask like takes down the mob he's like and it's played by he's like a loser banker and he's like Zed from pulp fiction he's like the bad guy. yeah and I, like, and I remember his name is stanley Ipkiss. Ipkiss. Yeah. looked right at me yeah. for that one he's he's like he's like walking home and he thinks it's a guy drowning and he jumps into like jumps into like a lake to save the guy and it's just his mask and then he puts They're it on like, turns into the mask like the green guy in the suit and he like the Roger Rabbit character, yeah, basically, and Ben Stein is in it and kind of explains like what it might be. He's like a like a mask specialist. Here's a mask. <laughs> it has magical powers. Is anybody listening to me? <laughs> so he tells him it's like a Norse god or something that causes havoc, and he gets sort of mixed up. No Jim Carrey movie has like a good plot. It's Eternal. all just like set pieces for him. There's like a huge Eternal Sunshine is a good plot. Oh, that's well, we're gonna get to yeah. I know his like straight up comedy we're, stuff. We're basically gonna go 1994 and then talk about uh, Man on the Moon and Eternal Sunshine the and, the Truman Truman, and the Truman Show and then just call it a day because <laughs> there's literally nothing else to talk about with this guy. Ron Howard's the Grinch. <laughs> and uh, you know, what movie I like the Majestic. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's under it is underrated. Ron Howard's the Grinch. Actually, I just want to mm-hmm. for a moment. That's. Um, I just saw that for the first time this past holiday season. It's my gr- one of my girlfriend's favorite Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. It's like insane. It's like, it's as far as like, yeah, I don't know. As far especially the camera work is like um, Terry Terry Gilliam. I thought I thought Tim Burton directed that. It, yeah, it, isn't it Tim Burton or it's Ron Howard? Wow. But like the camera work he chose is like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and I don't know. It's wild. Yeah. I think I saw it. Did they played it Docs like once. Probably, yeah. O'Hara. O'Hara, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, whatever year it was. I feel like I saw it in school. but Just wanted to throw that in there. He does a good job as the Grinch, yeah. definitely, but uh, it's a very strange Christmas movie. I don't know why it's one of my favorite right, <laughs> Back to the other greed face character who plays the mask. Um, actually, I like the mask. I, I like like the animation. It, like It's, it's like... It's not, I don't want to say it's CGI because it probably wasn't CGI in 1994, but it was nominated for an Oscar for special effects or visual yeah. effects, which is impressive because it's a lot of like, it, it just looks like a Looney yeah, like, Tunes cartoon. Doesn't he eat like a bomb or something or eats... At one point, he like sticks dynamite in his mouth. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's Roger Rabbit. It's, it's like, what well, it's, it's a Warner it's, Brothers movie. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I mean, literally the only person that could play it was Jim Carrey. Was that character... <laughs> Created for that movie? No, was, was that like a cartoon it or was a comic, like a oh, dark was? horse comic? That was oh first. Yeah, I look because I oh yeah I, I didn't know that, but I was like okay, that makes sense. Yeah, um, that makes a lot of sense because <laughs> I know it was a cartoon show. Like after the movie, after yeah, it's like the well they used to do that. They did that with Ace Ventura too. Um, did they? I, yeah, I I think you're. I think I read somewhere like they made like three of his characters that were fictional into cartoons or that were. Like live action characters in the cartoons. That sounds about right. It's probably yeah. There's Tech camera, yeah. whatever the other one was. Um, maybe it's Dumb and Dumber. Did they ever do a cartoon of that? They might have actually. Who knows? I mean, that sounds like something that could be on like VH1 <laughs> exactly. at like one o'clock yeah. in the morning on 1998. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, the the mask is like it, it. It's. I mean, there's like I can't I can't really follow the plot. There's like a news newspaper girl. It it, it like combines superhero movies. Uh, mafia movies mafia well yeah the mafia is like crime the crime is like it's like a made-up city though it's called like edge city or something <laughs> i forget what it is um it, it's it's just for jim carrey to, yeah, to, to do like weird stuff. That's, that's pretty much it <laughs> to see how big he can open his mouth <laughs> well well actually i read that um like the the character has his huge teeth and they were originally only going to put those teeth in like when he wasn't talking uh but jim carrey like figured out a way to talk with them so he sounded a little crazier and then they just kept him in. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of classic lines that people say a lot, but nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I mean it gets it's cr- it's not like funny. It's not really, like that's not my humor at all. But like dumb and dumber. Like him like, contorting his body yeah. is just not funny. But what's the basic like premise? Like why is the bad guy after him? The well, the bad he guy's not the necessarily after him. He works as like a banker and the Cameron Diaz character is working like for the mafia and she comes in and they're trying to like steal money from the bank. And then he has one of his set pieces in the bank, essentially. Yes. He really the yeah. mafia guy's like who's the screen man. <laughs> right. So he like beats the mafia to the punch, steals some money, basically to get into a nightclub. <laughs> I'm just gonna do the whole movie. This is so boring. Um, I just remember Jim Carrey has like red hair in it for some reason. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No. Nope. 
You're thinking of uh, Son of the Mask starring Jamie Kennedy. Oh, okay. Bonner Pride. <laughs> Did Whoops. he get a Bonner, Jamie Kennedy? Well, it explains a lot. Um, a lot of time on the mask. All right. Sh- should we just move on to Dumb and Dumber so yes. I can talk about Jeff Daniels in the newsroom for the, <laughs> for the rest of the podcast? Um, yeah, I mean... The- uh, directed by Oscar winner uh, Peter Farley, right? <laughs> that is right. Two. And here, Here's the other thing about Jim Carrey. Like... He's not doing a ton of the like the rubber face stuff in Dumb and Dumber, but it's just such a funny script that it, it, it like works for him. Like it, it's yeah, he's in movies that have good scripts. The Truman Show is a good script, so he looks good in it. He's in a movie that Charlie Kaufman wins an Oscar for, so of course he's gonna look good in it. I don't think he's a great actor. He's like funny, but like he's had his moments. Yeah, he ha- exactly, he has his moments. And Dumb and Dumber is one of those. That was like like if you would say who's a better just pure actor, him or Adam Sandler, I would say Jim Carrey probably is. Oh, that's interesting. Um, like, what are you going to say? Punch? I mean, you could put any of us in a in a Paul Thomas Anderson directed movie with a Paul Thomas Anderson script, or a Charlie Kaufman <laughs> written movie with a or yeah, Charlie Kaufman written movie directed by Michelle Gondry, and we'd be fine. Yeah, because it, you can't screw. You can only totally uh, just totally ruin that. And I feel like he doesn't. He doesn't totally ruin it in either yeah. movie. I like or, or Sandler doesn't ruin it in Punch Drunk yeah. Love. He's good in it. Um, I don't know. You know what? No, Sandler's a better actor. It's a tough one. Funny people alone. Funny people's better than he's better in that than he's in Punch Drunk Love. No, I think he's better in Punch Drunk Love. He's quieter in Punch Drunk Love. I feel I don't. Uh, that's an interesting one. Why don't we put a poll on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> and we could all just vote on there? <laughs> um, just the four of us. <laughs> we just do it on there. It's a tie. We're, we're deadlocked. <laughs> uh, that's that. Now, now it's gonna drive me nuts. Um, Sandler, man. Sa- I don't know. Sandler's done more movies that, like that are horrible. Like he's, he's Spanglish is good. <laughs> yeah, but like I feel like I, funny. Pe- I mean, the movies that he's actually acted in are Punch Drunk Love, Funny People, Spanglish, and the one with uh, with that's like about him after nine eleven. You remember that one? Oh my god, you're right. All right, Jim Carrey's a better actor. That was called uh, what's it called? Rain on me. <laughs> Don Cheadle. With him and Don Cheadle. Rain, rain over me. That's like the worst it's actually movie ever. <laughs> That's all right. He's terrible. It. He's got. He's like. He's basically a little Nicky, but like in real life, he's got the same haircut. No. <laughs> They're filming both at the same about? time. Doesn't he have? Like, You're thinking of a different movie. <laughs> His hair is like it's like long. No, it's like, isn't it? It's like Bob Dylan hair. Hold on. And a little Nicky, it's like over his eyes. <laughs> it's like slicked down over his eyes. Rain over me. <laughs> and BJ Novak is the antagonist. Oh yeah, it is kind of a. Uh... It is kind of Bob Dylan hair. You're right. He's That's got his uh, wedding singer haircut. Oh yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> and uh, what's her name? Liv Tyler's in it. Yep. Love interest. It's pretty solid. Um, it was all right. Oh my god. That's <laughs> idiot. <laughs> it was terrible. What is it? He, like Don Cheadle like, runs into him in the street. Was like his college roommate. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And he was like, "How are things going?" And he's like, "I lost my wife." <laughs> and then he like. <laughs> <laughs> he like drops that on him, and then like <laughs> zooms away on like a moped. <laughs> Lost my wife and kids. Adrian, get in the flash. <laughs> Haven't seen you since dental school. That's What's right. going on, Don? <laughs> That's right. They're de- they're dentists. <laughs> it's actually really good. <laughs> Popeye's chicken's fucking awesome. So <laughs> practicing. Working on that one. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it's about, doesn't it, does his wife die in nine eleven? Isn't that like the premise of the movie? Yeah, and his daughter. Yeah, and his oh yeah, his entire family. Why are the kids? In, it's the worst. In the World Trade Center, at like ten o'clock I on think, a Tuesday. I think they're on the airplane. Oh man! Yeah. So, so should we go back to Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> on a Tuesday. Yes. Yes. All right. Um. <clears throat> Oh god! That got like okay. dark and then really funny, <laughs> and like kept like weaving in and out. All right, yeah, <clears throat> okay. Um, all right, the newsroom. We, yeah, let's just talk about the newsroom now. Jeff Daniels. No, uh, <laughs> what, what's actually interesting about Dumb and Dumber was <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> little Nikki. <laughs> We're gonna get we're gonna go into that because that's um, one that's of my. A, actual, it's like your favorite Adam Sandler movie. It's up there, and it's everyone's like least favorite Adam Sandler. Doesn't movie. like Dave Matthews play Satan? No, it's a, he's got like 
Uh, yeah, he just has like all. His, it's the most insane movie. <laughs> it's uh, um, what's his name? We have three more, so I'll just passing them around. Dave but, Matthews is in it though, isn't he? I'm sure. Yeah, um, he's in a lot. He's in a couple of episodes. He's in Zohan too. I didn't something. I thought he was in Little Nicky. Maybe not. Um, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, the Fairley brothers knew like, all right, this guy's crazy. We don't want him going completely off the rails. But they knew he was going to do was like crazy stuff. So they get Jeff Daniels. Like for the longest time, I thought Jeff Daniels was a comedian. But the Fairleys got Jeff Daniels because they were like, we need like like a like a really good actor who can who won't you know who won't lose his place in the scene when Jim Carrey goes off the rails. It can like improv with him. So that was that was like the brilliance of of Dumb and Dumber, which makes it I think so funny because Jeff Daniels is like really funny in it too. Yeah, those two together actually have really good chemistry in that movie. They just yeah, play it off was, of each other so well. Yeah, it was it was it was perfect perfect casting and and like I, I i may have seen that movie more than any other movie i, I used to watch it so much because it was like like i would put i would still laugh at it now though like as a kid it was hilarious because there's just like it's just like stupid stuff but but even now i think it's like like i think it's so funny um um uh what was i gonna say no i can't remember oh <laughs> i do remember um the the one thing in that movie that cracks me up, like more than anything else, is I, I guess it's Jeff Daniels' character that says it, and it's like, and it's one of those things like you kind of pick up on, I guess if you as if you see it a lot and you get older and sort of listen for it, but Jeff Daniels gets home from work and um, he like it, it's the beginning of the movie where the dogs are like he's like throwing the hot dogs back there and like ketchup and stuff when they're going like after he grooms them, and uh. They're both sitting in like their apartment, <laughs> and I forget what, they don't have money or, or whatever it is. And Jeff Daniels says, "What really chaps my ass is <laughs> I spent my life savings turning my van into a dog, <laughs> like the mutt cuts van." Yeah. <laughs> and just that cracks me up every, every single time. And then like the the what's that guy's name is in Goodfellas, uh, yeah. Latanza guy. Um, he's he's Frenchy in Goodfellas. That's all. Like, the he's guy. the guy who like helps him with Latanza. Yeah, yeah. That guy's like the. The, I guess the well, not really the villain. He's like the gangster looking for him. What? He dies like right. Not right away. No, but spoiler the, alert. Yeah. Uh, no, wasn't it the? Uh, what do they put? How do they kill him? Don't they put like the chili pepper in his? He has like he has like some kind of stomach issue. Like he has ulcers. Or oh something, yeah. And they, they put like a million chilies like on his on his burger, <laughs> and they're like cracking up. Yeah. Um, Pills are good. <laughs> Uh, anyone see your burger? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you eat up? Uh, did anyone see Dumb and Dumber Two? No, I, I saw, saw some of it. I saw there was like a, a prequel terrible. that was made without either of them. Yeah, it was, it was on like um, TV like fifteen years ago. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, uh, that was when they were like younger. Yeah. I guess yeah, they looked terrible. But I just saw the first. I think it's like the first five minutes of Dumb and Dumber Two, and I just turned it off because it's Jim Carrey acts like and it's actually kind of a funny premise he acts like like he went to a mental hospital because of mary because of mary but he was just joking so he acted like he was in a mental hospital for like 20 years <laughs> and that was like his joke so lloyd comes to, or no, i'm sorry harry comes to see him and lloyd jim carrey's character is just saying like it was a joke and they're laughing and is she on the phone are the people in there I think she's watching her stories. <clears throat> All right, well, this is off the rails anyhow. So, do, do you more, just do some more little Nicky impressions. Anyway. Um, All right, where were we? So, are we recording? Yes. Okay. So, this is when I had to turn off Dumb, Dumb and Dumber 2 is he, Harry goes to see Lloyd. Lloyd's faking that he's been like in a mental hospital for like 20 years. And he makes Lloyd... He, they, they put a catheter in him for some reason. I guess they do that at mental hospitals. And Harry has to pull it out. And it's the most disgusting thing I've ever <laughs> seen. It's just like, it's like nails on a chalkboard. And Actually, I remember they showed this in the trailer. Oh, really? Maybe I just saw the trailer. And then. Lloyd has like, doesn't he have really long hair and like a beard? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. It, just just awful. Why though? Why would they ever do that? <laughs> like, why does Jeff Daniels do that? I mean, Jim Carrey, uh, he's definitely going after paychecks now. He's doing like those Nicolas Cage movies that go to like Redbox. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so those are the uh, those are the, the the ninety four movies for Jim Carrey. Dumb and Dumber is still a classic, but uh, 
but the mask good. Ace Ventura, I don't, I don't even remember. All right, Trent, let's talk about Ace Ventura when nature calls. Let's do it. What's the premise of that one again? He's in like Africa. He. Oh my god, what is it again? I can quote the movie, but I can't remember. He has to. Um, doesn't he have to like retrieve something for the tribe? Something was stolen. No. I'm looking at Vince. Oh, um, Vince fell asleep. Premise of Ace Two. My cousin's uh, gonna kill me because it's our. We've watched it a hundred times together when we were up the mountains and had nothing well, to do. And you must be the <laughs> Monopoly guy. What? Right. He goes to see the Dalai Lama or something, right? Yeah, it's like part of it. That's like the beginning. But yeah. that's where they like they put him on a mission to do whatever or do right. the case, I guess. So he leaves. Like that's why the monks send him to the mission because they all hate him. Yeah. It's like they remember friends and that leaves. There's all the scene. There's a scene with all the bats. Wait, what am I saying? He has to. He has to find an animal. That's his job. He's a pet detective. <laughs> Or solve a crime committed by pets. <laughs> All right, uh, Sean, you said you can quote this movie. Let, let me yeah. throw let me throw a quote to you. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna, th- I'm, gonna th- uh, I'm going to. It'll be a question. Okay. Uh, Ace tells somebody, "I'll have you know, I have the reflexes of a blank and the speed of a blank. Throw it! I dare you." What are the two animals he names? I have no idea. Cat and a mongoose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll start. I'll start a quote. You finish it. I don't. I don't know what like you're popular though. Let's see. That's quite a wrap you're wearing. That's when he's talking to the Monopoly guy, right? I don't know. Perhaps I can get you some fluffy new slippers. I'm going to try to do a Jim Carrey. Fluffy new slippers made from the heads of innocent <laughs> defensive baby seals. It's <laughs> that you're a pet detective, and you must be the Monopoly guy. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for the free part. <laughs> All right, Jared. It actually, actually, in the... In the IMDb quotes it says whispering thanks for the free bark <laughs> that's one of his big things too is to get in somebody's face and whisper <laughs> why is it funny he's not funny defenseless babies hey? oh. <laughs> take care now <laughs> bye bye then <laughs> um, hold on Marino loves that sister so hold on let's, let's read uh... <laughs> wow a lot of 10 star star reviews on IMDb let's read one from Rexodus. Is it dumb? Well, it's definitely lowbrow, but it also has some gags that are undeniably clever. Is it racist? Yeah, a little, but it's also satirizing old stereotypes about dark Africa, in quotes. Is it immature and gross and sophomoric and over the top? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> and that's a review from Rexodus. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I, I, I definitely watched that movie a lot as a kid. I just remember, it's like a fake rhino, right? There's like oh, computers yeah. in there. That part's great. Yep. Yeah, I... Speaking of which, did you see on um on Twitter some girl posted this and it, it went viral and it was um uh, like her mom made her graduation cake and it was a couch and like inside the couch like in the back of the couch was like a little like a little toy but it was just like a toy not wearing any clothes and they put like like it had hair but they kind of like drew over the top of the hair so it looks bald and it was Frank it's Reynolds Frank climbing <laughs> climbing out of the couch <laughs> naked. It's it's like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's it's just a, a brilliant cake. Do you remember what episode that is? It's a Christmas like, special. Oh okay, yeah, because he's like they're like in the middle of a party, right? There's like a bunch of people there. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like he goes back to his old work, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's that's that's a classic. Um, all right, what's next on Jim Carrey? I don't know, man. I guess I guess that was like '97. We'll just skip whatever garbage you did in between that and the Truman Show. Oh come on. And get to is that Milos? No, man Peter Weir. Yeah. yeah, Peter Weir. Yep. Oh wait, was Man on the Moon first? No, no. Truman Show was. I think that's right. Truman Show. Yeah, if it's not, who cares? Yeah, you're right. Um, who cares? Nobody's listening. Yeah. Ed Harris uh, didn't cut his nails or something like that. Why? To get more into the character. Why would of, that? Uh, what's his face? Why would that character not cut his nails? Lucius or whatever. What's uh, his name? Christoph. 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 Yeah. He was not even for an Oscar for it. Yeah, he was good in that. Like, I guess it's really just like the last like twenty minutes. He really, and then he's like sprinkled in throughout. Paul yeah, Giamatti. He, he is good in it. Oh, yeah, Giamatti's like his like Technician. producer or something. Yeah. Yeah. Laura right. Linney is his wife, right? Was she nominated? No. Supporting? No. Probably should have been. Uh, he wasn't nominated. And uh, that was like one of the biggest snubs ever. Like in terms of nomination, people say he was like one of I think like two because he won the Golden Globe he, for like best dramatic. Yeah, he was, the, and it was like one of two people that were never nominated after winning that. I wrote down. Um, oh no, you know we skipped over. And we do have to go back to this, but we'll go back to it in a second. Liar, liar. Uh, well, that, but uh, the cable guy. 
Um, uh, well, the only reason is because he was paid twenty million dollars for it. And it's ooh. it's the worst. Per- it was first first person to ever paid twenty million dollars for a movie. I thought Tom Hanks was for Forrest Gump, but I, guess I would not. think like Schwarzenegger. Or they used to put how much Harrison Ford. Yeah. They used to put how much the actors got paid on um, IMDb, and I remember Tom Hanks. It would be it was like ten straight movies of twenty million dollars in movies. Um, and I thought that Forrest Gump was the first one, but it was apparently it was a cable guy. But anyway, um, so that's the cable guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, here here are the notes I wrote down. Uh, the thing about SNL, I already told you, uh, he was the first actor to be paid uh, twenty million for one role, the cable guy, and uh, he was in talks to star and meet the parents, and it was his idea to make the character's last name Fokker. <laughs> so that just furthers your beliefs on Ben Stiller that you've always had, which are after didn't you say after Marin you just thought he like he thinks he's like Paul Thomas Anderson? Oh, he does. Oh, he, he and he, I mean he directed the Cable Guy. It's it's and. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's finish the Truman Show and go back to the Cable Guy, because um, the Truman Show we can actually talk about. But uh, I don't know where I got the thing about Ed Harris growing out his nails. But he did um, suggest that the character of Kristoff be a hunchback, and Peter Weir shut it down. I think that would have worked. Also, Robin Williams was considered to star as Truman Burbank. <laughs> oh, oh, my camera! Oh, oh, I like the show. What's the camera over there? Che- over there? Over here? Jim and back. That's a hysteric tribute for Rob, Rob Williams. <laughs> he turned it down and do Flubber. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what are we going to do with Robin Williams? Uh, well, I would say, like, kind of going off that, I feel like Jim Carrey's kind of like Robin Williams' light in terms of, you know, Definitely, yeah. zaniness, yeah. but he can go dramatic. Transition but, into some yeah. drama. Well, yeah. well, Nicholson said that Jim Carrey's the next Nicholson. <laughs> after seeing this what? guy's got it. <laughs> I don't know. After after seeing an empty mirror that was once filled with cocaine, I'm assuming. <laughs> after seeing what? <laughs> what made him say that? <laughs> the cocaine. <laughs> he was a drug addict. Like, I don't know. Don't yell at me. <laughs> like after seeing a ten year old with Roman plants get his in his hot tub. Oh yeah, I'm the monster because Roman. Bl- All right, guy can't even come back in America. And he's getting nominated for Oscars. Well, no, Welcome to Hollywood. Like this, <laughs> not anymore. He beat Scorsese before he ever won. Hmm? Roman, Roman Polanski beat Scorsese before he won, and his Oscar. Roman Polanski won for. Oh yeah, you're right. Over what? Gangs in New York. Yeah, which I mean, Penis is a good movie, but Gangs still, and probably adaptation, it right? It is a good movie. About What'd you Schmidt? call it Pianist? The Pianist. Yeah, Penis is a good movie, but. Yeah, we've the, the, the penis comes up a lot on this podcast for yeah, some penis, reason. It comes up a lot. Anyway, um, <laughs> the Truman Show. What, yeah, what were we talking about? So that was nominated. That was nominated for a lot of Oscars. I think best writing, best, best director, best director, and best supporting. I think were the only for Noah Emmerich. No, oh, Harris. <laughs> Is that the guy's name? Noah Emmerich, like yeah. the friend. Hey, Truman got a cold six pack. <laughs> like searching for him in his basement after <laughs> I, I would say about the Truman Show I saw it like once and I was like I think I saw it in theaters and just didn't get it and then I saw it again like when it I was really, in college and I was like this is a this is a good movie and then I saw it like a third time and I was like eh I like it a lot I think it's yeah. it, it's, it's not straight dramatic though like people I wouldn't call that like like I would say Eternal Sunshine is more dramatic than uh, Truman yeah. Show is more like dark comedy I'd say yeah yeah it's I, I mean it's it's such a it's such a just a cool concept. Yeah. Um and it's it's pulled off pretty well. Who wrote it? Just a Which nobody. Job? It was it wasn't Peter Weir. Peter Weir doesn't really no, write it. It wasn't Peter Weir and it wasn't Ed Harris. <laughs> Hunchback, long fingernails. <laughs> you want Ed Harris? <laughs> Those are my demands. Like hunchback. But but in, in all seriousness, his um, it was written by Andrew Nichol. Mm. Yeah, what else did he do? The Terminal, Lord of War, In Time, The oh, Host. The Terminal, that's the worst movie ever. <laughs> the Host, Catherine Zeta Jones, Hanks, Spielberg, Gattaca. Oh God, um, Ben Stiller's coming back. Yeah, right. Uh, the, the scene where Ed Harris is trying to like when Truman knows that he spoiler that he's been on TV his entire life. And Ed Harris is trying to convince him to stay in there. That's a great. Th- that's a great scene. Yeah, that's, that's like a that's, good scene. That's, yeah. that's 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 Ed Harris at his and best. I love the the shot of like him on the stairs, 
they don't like it's Is like painted like the wall, and, yeah the boundary they get yeah. out yeah Oh it's, yeah, yeah, it's a really cool premise, though. The boat like goes into it, yeah. Um, that actually, yeah, that kind of, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was the same year, I think, like Norton for American History X, Tom Hanks for, um, Private Ryan, uh, Roberto Benigni. I think he won, right? He won, yeah, Life is Beautiful. Yes, yeah, so that and was ninety-seven. I think like Ian McKellen was nominated too. For probably his, uh, what is the Nulty for Affliction? I think. Oh, uh, and the, well, it's the one with. Uh, oh, sorry, Jim. <laughs> I'm to get another one here. I want an Oscar for affliction. I'm, I'm afflicted. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that? Like, uh, like it's like the actors' route table, and it was when he was like nominated for Warrior. <laughs> Just grumbles. He's like, he 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 must be eight and a half feet tall. He's the biggest guy in the world, or else everyone else at the table is really tiny. But he's huge, and you can't understand a word he says. Word he says, he just he's like all sunburned. <laughs> he's just like crumbling. <laughs> Nick Nolte in affliction. Oscar. <laughs> he's. Um, this is good, actually. We um just in real time got a text in our group chat from our friend Andrew, and he said, "Name a more charismatic character in a movie than Vince Vaughn in Wedding Crashers." Name a more charismatic character in a movie well will smith and hitch what does he mean charismatic like i don't that's a weird thing from what does that mean that's weird why is he saying that i don't know he just randomly charismatic posed that yeah, question just, like, to our group and like yeah i understand <laughs> i know i know the word why is he saying that Adjective. jim carrey <laughs> stanley epkis <laughs> it wins people over probably maybe ferris bueller i don't know uh, that's a good one yeah that is, everyone likes him. Jesse Eisenberg in the Damn. social network. <laughs> <laughs> I could buy the Phoenix and make it my ping pong room. <laughs> Nick Nolte and Affliction. <laughs> um, what, what's it? What, you've seen Affliction, right? There, yeah. What's it about? He's afflicted. He's an alcoholic, I assume. <laughs> I, th- I think so. I, I, I've read, I don't know if I've seen it. I may have. He's, he's like the, I think he's a sheriff of the small town out in like. <laughs> no, that's Cape Fear. <laughs> You're confusing your Nick Nolte vehicles again. <laughs> Maybe he's not a sheriff. He's a lawyer. Forget, he's a lawyer. There it's was like a small town like Minnesota or something, and mm-hmm. uh, Willem Dafoe's his brother. Oh boy! And they have like some too grumbling. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> that guy James Coburn is their father. Uh, I, don't, I don't do a Coburn. This is a dark movie. <laughs> I don't do a James Coburn. I remember there was one time. I don't know what movie. You just, you just named the characters and the roles they play. <laughs> Is, he like beats his wife or something, right? Isn't Barbara yeah, Streisand in that? Or, or, There's something about that the, movie. Or beats no, his kid. That's the that's the Prince of Tides. Yeah, there was. I remember there was one time. I forget what we were seeing. I've seen one Nick Nolte movie ever. So, Warrior, uh, Forty Eight Hours. But I mean, there was one movie we were seeing. I forget what it was. But there was a preview for Gangster Squad. That movie with like Gosling and Sean Penn and Nick yeah, Nolte's in it. No, I didn't take it. I saw the trailer movies. was before. Was before one of the movies, and Nick Nolte's just like grumbling at the top of his lungs, and I just broke, I just broke out laughing in the middle of the movie theater. Uh, my iPad's dead, so all those Jim Carrey notes are gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, How do we get to Nick Nolte? I don't, I don't know. Reflection. Uh, now this is this is fitting of Jim Carrey. It just goes completely, completely off the rails. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think the Truman Show is his best movie? Is that your favorite Jim Jim Carrey movie? Hey. I mean, it's either that or Eternal Sunshine. I think are the best. Yeah, two. I'm a, I'm I never a saw Man on the Moon. Fan of Man on the Moon. I never saw it. It's tough, but it's yeah, there. Man on the Moon was Milos, right? Yeah, yeah, and, that was. Him. I mean, what was a documentary called on Netflix that's about Jim Carrey going so into character that he like lost his mind? Like Jim and Andy. Jim and Andy. Something. Whatever. I haven't seen either, but Beyond what should the... I should I watch? You ever seen Man on the Moon? No, I, th- I think it's on Stars or something, so I can I'll probably watch it within like the next couple days. You see, I I saw it and knew nothing. I, I knew nothing at all about Andy Kaufman. Like nothing, I had no idea who he was, um, so it was kind of weird watching it from that perspective. But then, like, like I, I think I only saw it the one time. But then I learned more about Andy Kaufman. Then watched that documentary, and it was like there was a lot of like Andy Kaufman would like, he would always stay in, in one of two characters, right? He had that what's his name like Philip Clifton or something, uh, Tony, Tony Clifton, Clifton, yeah. Who well, was like the a, only thing I know about Man on the Moon is wasn't Jim Carrey credited as that there was um there's something with that but i mean he's a lunatic i think they credited tony clifton as himself but jim carrey was obviously playing tony clifton 
there was apparently one day on shooting when and like they show it in this in the documentary. Milos Forman's like he's like old, really old at this point. He was probably like seventy. Yeah, 80. he did. He did Cuckoo's Nest, right? That's like this yeah. is like twenty yeah. years after that. Yeah, yeah, more than twenty years probably. But uh, he um, Jim Carrey shows up and he's got like like a black eye and a bloody nose. And Milos Forman's like, "What happened?" He's like, oh, "Tony Clifton was kicking my ass like backstage." But he's Tony Clifton's not a real person. Jim Carrey's playing Tony Clifton. I think that's probably like But it's stuff that any coffin would do, I guess. I would going back to that comparison between Robin Williams and Jim Carrey, I would get mm-hmm. the impression that like both are pretty eccentric, but Robin Williams is probably like a thousand times easier to work with than Jim Carrey. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think Robin Williams is well, he's funnier. Ju- he's Juilliard trained too, Robin Williams. Like mm-hmm. He's a Yeah. Even uh like Christopher Reeve, I think we're Roommates or something there. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're good buds. <laughs> oh, horses. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, that, that's 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 in poor taste. Although Christopher Reeve lived li- 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 for a long time, didn't he? I think he lived like for twelve years or something. Actually. That's it. It's not a long time. <laughs> Christopher Reeve. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I just feel like Rob Williams. Yeah, you're right. He definitely will be easier to work with. But um, Man on the Moon, I just, I remember like the, the weird, like the one thing that I really remember about that movie. So Andy Kaufman has what, like a blood disease or does he have cancer? I think he has leukemia. Leukemia. Yeah, I think so. Leukemia. So he's his like last ditch effort is he goes to like an island, right? To like, uh, right. Like, to, to try and get healed. Right. But he, he, to like the doctor's like examining him and he has like a fake scorpion or something that he like pulls out of his like out of his back like it's yeah it's, it's, clear, just some it's joke. like yeah. some it's supposed to be like this experimental treatment and it's like a line of people and they show like a doctor just basically pulling something out of like people's like stomach which is supposed to like right the disease. right 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 so he so it's time comes and it's Andy's turn to get it pulled out of him and he sort of looks over and he sees the doctor sort of like wet his hands and pull like this little like squishy kind of like prop out of this bowl Mm -hmm. so he's like he's faking it he pulls like this this disease out but he really grabbed it from the bowl so you know he pranked Andy Kaufman but that's like sort of the joke because that's what Andy Kaufman did to people his whole life you know he just put him on and then he died (laughs) and the doctor chose not to save his life because he was a prankster (laughs) <laughs> That's not what happened, but like you're funny. <laughs> sure, you're funny. I don't like. What was the the character played on Taxi? Was like from Ukraine or something? I forget. Yeah, it's somewhere in Europe. Uh, yeah, that's that's. I don't know. That was before us again. Andy Kaufman probably goes in the category with like Charlie Chaplin, Monty Python, the people that I could watch everything they've ever done and never laugh once. Well, it was cool what they did though for. Um, in the scenes in Man on the Moon where they showed when he was in Taxi, they brought back the original characters. So they brought back, like, Christopher Lloyd. That's right, DeVito's in it. The guy who yeah. played Kanicki. Um, I forget the, whoever the female. That just made me think of, um, uh, yeah, again, I don't know why I made me think of it, but in The, hang- in the Hangover. Jeff, what's his name? Jeff Conway? Yeah, he's in like he's in Greece and he's in taxi. Connecticut. It, it, this is this is my we, we we should do a whole episode on the Hangover actually. But this is my favorite my favorite line Why? in the Hangover. Just funny. So they like they find the baby and they realize that it belongs to like the stripper. So they go into her apartment, and the scene just opens like they're walking like down a corridor to the apartment, and yeah. and so then those the three guys and the baby. And it's like and Ted dancing. He's like Magnum PI. Next, he says. What he says. He's like, it's Ted Dan, Ted Dan's, does the same Magnum PI, and then he's like, and that Jewish guy talking about Steve Gutenberg. Oh, <laughs> uh, just funny. Um, anyway, back to a Man on the Moon. Like, it's a well done movie. It's a good movie. He should have been nominated for an Oscar. It's his best performance. And that's I another one. Eternal Sunshine. Is his best performance? A, I haven't seen Eternal Sunshine. I've seen like the first twenty minutes. That's definitely not his best performance. We've never seen Man on the Moon, so why are we even debating this? It's the best REM song, I can tell you that. Oh, it definitely is. It's my favorite. It REM is a really song. good song. It's Man on the Moon. Make sure you put that at the end of this, uh, this episode. Oh, that's I will. What, but, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that DeVito couldn't play his character on Taxi because he was in the movie. In yeah, the yeah, movie, yeah, that's right. Playing uh, who is his agent or yeah. something. So they, agent. so they got Dennis Franz to play DeVito in Taxi. <laughs> you know the guy? 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things where I guess maybe Sasha Baron Cohen could do it, but but it really appears to be like no one but Jim Carrey could do that. Although it was originally offered to Gary Oldman. <laughs> uh, I guess I they just actually kind of figure he's the best actor in the world, so he could yeah. probably do it. But um, Jim Carrey, like he would have probably killed himself if he didn't get that role. Like that was he he's he was obsessed with Andy Kaufman before he. He actually said he bought like bongos that belonged to Andy Kaufman, and he used them like in his audition tape for Milos. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, Man on the Moon uh, probably that that's the one where he should have been nominated. He won a Golden Globe. He won a Golden Globe for the Truman Show, Man on the Moon, but he definitely should have been nominated for an Oscar for Man on the Moon. Vince, do you remember that year? Well, I'll look it up. It was '99, so I guess. Well, I think that was the year Kevin Spacey won, right? '99, probably for American Beauty, and honestly. Yeah. He Kaufman should have won, <laughs> or not Kaufman. Uh, Jim Carrey should have probably won over Kevin Spacey. I don't know who else was in there. I'll look it up. I just watched American Beauty recently. It, it's not good. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it doesn't have the same effect on me as it once yeah, did. I think it was like kind of caught up, not caught in the hype, but like it was. I guess it was different. It was different than like a lot of movies. Like there was really nothing like it at the time. Yeah. Other than like the Ice Storm from Ang Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> the best thing to come out of American Beauty was the Will Ferrell SNL skit where they're like they're at like the dining room table and it's kind of like uh, the same right. setup, but yeah. he's always like yelling at the family about his job <laughs> and like the, the Dodge Stratus. Um, <clears throat> as I said, my iPad's dead, so I don't even know what else he did after that. Um, All right, so it was Kevin uh, Spacey for American Beauty, Russell Crowe for The Insider, Richard Farnsworth for The Straight Story, Sean Penn. What sweet and low down and sweet Denzel down. for the hurricane? Uh, not a bad year. Solid. I, I mean, yeah, I can't comment on it. Remember, remember when Russell Crowe was nominated for nine Oscars in a row, yeah. <laughs> and he won like four. And he won for I, it's he like won insane. For the, he won for the worst, his wor- the worst performance out of them. Gladiator. Gladiator. Hey, yeah. you hate that movie, right? I do. Why? I, I don't know. Why, why are you? I don't know why you're saying that. Like, <laughs> it's it's fine. I just don't, don't care. See, no, I just it's a fine movie. I just don't see where it's like a, like a best picture. Like he's, I would Did say it win Best Picture? Yeah. Oh, wow. I would say, like, I, I think he's better in A Beautiful Mind than he is in Gladiator. Yeah. All right, well, we've pissed on... Uh, we've pissed on Andy Kaufman's Grave. We've pissed on... Uh, Rain Over Me. Uh, that, no, who else, who else is that? Oh, Robin Williams. And now we pissed on Ridley Scott's Grave. So, anyone else? Ridley Scott's anyone alive else? still. And Kanicki. Oh. <laughs> That's, no, wait. I think you're incorrect there. No, Tony Scott's dead. Ridley Scott. Tony Scott the, jumped off the bridge. Really correct. Scott, that's right. Yeah. I, mean, I just sound just. But I thought Ridley don't Scott laugh. just died. <laughs> yeah, Ridley Scott is still alive because he ah. just did. Uh, what's it called? Like two years ago. Martian. Yeah. Uh, that's right. That 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 hilarious movie. Best comedy. <laughs> Great Matt Damon. Matt Damon vehicle. Just like Man on the Moon. Best <clears throat> comedy. Should we get to yeah. me myself and Irene? <laughs> well, again, his Bruce two funniest, his two funniest movies are Fairly Brothers movies, and Me Myself and Irene is great. I like Evan Almighty more than Bruce Almighty. Wow, I don't, they're both awful. I, I I've seen them. I saw them both in theaters. I don't I like know why. Bruce Almighty. That, but that, apparently, like Evan Almighty costs like two hundred million dollars to make. <laughs> had to build that arc <laughs> for real. <laughs> Getting character. Steve Carell. Oh hmm. man. Did you ever see the Between Two Ferns where it's Steve Carell and Zach Galifianakis? And like Steve Carell just assumes Zach Galifianakis is going to make fun of him for Evan Almighty, and he just starts like calling Zach Galifianakis the fatty. Yeah, and he's like, I, "I like that movie. It's a fine movie. Who who cares that it lost forty million dollars to the box office? <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, me, myself, and Irene, like that. I was that. That's like his worst reviewed movie. People hate that movie. It's so funny. Really? Though. I think it's hilarious. It is so I think, great. Oh, I think it's yeah. Even the stuff with like his sons, yeah, yeah, <laughs> kisses. <laughs> Apparently, that was like an, that, that was like an improv. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess isn't like Anthony Anderson one of those sons? Yep. And he just like he the kisses. Love you, Dad. <laughs> Love you, Daddy. <laughs> um, and that guy Whitey. Yeah, that oh was the only God, movie the, he was the ever in his life. <laughs> yeah, he probably got the <laughs> droid. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> what? <laughs> The scene where they're laying in bed? Huh? The scene where they're laying in bed together? <laughs> no, that's actually really good, too. But it's like when Whitey like runs into that general store just to buy like a map, and he buys one, and then throws like... <laughs> they're like 50 cents, and he throws like $5 on the thing. <laughs> so keep the change, and he runs out. 
<laughs> it's a lot funnier when you see it. Uh, no, this, this is a he's lot. all like frantic. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. There's a there's a lot of good stuff in that movie. Like a lot of funny stuff. Um, I can't remember any of it now, of course. <laughs> but there, trust me, trust me when I tell you. <laughs> he's got the. Uh, Who's the love interest in that? Or is it oh, yeah. yeah. He walks into his motel room. <laughs> his motel room. Right. And he's got like he's got like a picture of her and like the moisturizer yeah. all the tissues all over the place. She's like, uh, what was going on here? He's like, Oh, uh, I get really chapped lips. <laughs> starts putting the moisturizer all over his lips. It's great. Um the, the premise is he has split personalities and really can't control the one personality. We skipped over Liar Liar, by the way. Oh uh, yeah, I like that movie. Carrie Elwes' the second movie. Oh, that's that's good. What's his first Saul? No, uh, <laughs> Princess Bride. So Saul is he? He's the guy. It's him and Danny Glover, right? Who's the guy on the floor? That's the old guy. That's the old, okay. That's he's he's the guy chained up though. There's just one guy chained up, isn't there? I saw Saul like ten years ago. Yeah, I, I, that was that's a good movie. That's actually that James Wan. I think that's mm-hmm. his first movie. Probably yeah. That's a good movie. And then, like, I like the other ones. I like that stuff. We talked about that before. Torture Porn. <laughs> Hostel, Saul. <laughs> Those are, like, the only horror movies I like. Um, Carrie. Carrie. I just watched that last night. Good one. Yeah, Carrie's good. Brian De Palma was, like... He went to Friend Central. Did he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, this guy who went to Friend Central did Scarface and Carrie. And, 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 and he also did good movies. Now, Carrie's a good movie. Uh-huh. First um, Mission Impossible movie was the only other movie I know that he did. Untouchables. Oh yeah, that's right. I th- in the eighties, he was like Brian De Palma was like he w- would have been Tarantino. The, like he wrote he was, the opening crawl to Star Wars, the first Star Wars movie. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, because like how the hell did that come? Because him and George Lucas were friends, and I think like he showed George. Or, this is what I've heard. And George Lucas showed him. He's like, this is t- this is terrible, and he just rewrote it for him. Can Can you recite that? No. No. Can you? No. <laughs> it, it says a, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, but that's like before all of them. Right. But why, then I have no idea. But then it's all futuristic. Yeah, and then, you know, but that, the, yeah, I mean, that's all yeah. I have to say. About all right, anyway, we'll do Star Wars uh, once I see all forty of them. And um, Brian De Palma. Yeah, we should do. Well, I like Brian De Palma. Every time, it's it's every podcast that I hear with like a director, it's like, who, who's your favorite director? I'll say Brian De Palma because apparently like, he did good stuff before crap. Like I'm, I'm serious, they talk about him like like he was. Carrie, doing, he, Carrie's really. Oh, well Carrie's done. a great movie. Yeah, it's very well done. I th- you know what that movie, I saw? That movie creeped me out. The tampons that, that, that creeps me movie. out. The mom I, and that she's real creepy. She's creepy. Who's I, who's that actress? Piper Laurie. Piper Laurie. That's right. Wait, no. Yeah, the Who, mom. And who's Carrie? Uh, Sissy Spacek. That's right. The end is like the scariest thing I've ever seen. Oh, with the it, hand. Just yeah, where she's like walking down the block to like. It the, is terrifying. I, I jumped when I was watching the first time. I jumped. And they shot it backwards. You see like the cars driving backwards in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just wanted to say, was that. there like a made-for-TV carry too? And there no, was they, a, they, they re they recently and there remade. Was one. I know that with like Chloe Moretz, right? And yeah, Julianne Moore was the mom. Oh, really? Yeah. It's also the first Stephen King uh, book and adaptation, I think. All right, because we've been going at this for a while, we're just going to tell you "Liar, Liar" is a funny movie, according to Vince, uh, and move on to "Eternal Sunshine." We're probably skipping over a bunch of garbage, but um, "Eternal Sunshine," another very serious. Well, I guess. There's some actually funny moments in that movie, but a serious role. Charlie Kaufman wins uh, best screenplay for it. Kate Winslet's in it. She's great in it as always. Uh, actually, a really good cast. Elijah Wood, my boy. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Kirsten Dunst, right? Ruffalo. Ruffalo Kirsten Dunst, Tom yeah. Wilkinson. And isn't David Cross in it too? Uh, yeah. Yes. But yes. Apparently, like Michelle Gondry won an Oscar for writing it too, but that's definitely all Charlie Kaufman. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, wasn't there like, there may have been like even three. I kind of remember that Oscar. It was like three guys going up there. Yeah. But it was, um, it was definitely one of those things where. It, yeah. So the premise is uh, Jim Carrey's character. There's a. <laughs> there's like a scientist group in Boston and they can erase memories from your mind. He has uh, a girl he dated erased from his memory, but sort of in the process of her being erased kind of changes his mind as they like, I don't know. Is he kind of goes over it? Is that, I don't know. I'm trying not to give too much away, but it's that's like, he, it doesn't start out. It's like on a train and he's like sitting next to Kate Winslet's character. Yeah, and and it's like, like they, they don't know each other, but they don't know each other. <laughs> and then like, oh, I can't remember, but he like goes to that procedure. Yeah. And then he just realizes, you know, was, you know, and then like good. Yeah. Good, good times. It jumps around like time a lot, and there's like 
I mean, there's scenes where like it's almost like Inception. Like yeah. there's like like the world's falling down around but, them. And, yeah. Um, it, it's Kate Winslet's. It's it's one of my favorite Kate Winslet's performances. I don't necessarily yeah, she's really good in it. know how great Jim Carrey is in it. He's really good when he's fine. I guess he's really good when it's he's... such a subdued role. Yeah. Um, it's also Vince. This we talk about this a lot, but it this this is a good movie, and I like this movie a lot. But it sort of falls into my category of people that don't really like movies that a movie they like. Like it. Like this is this is the yeah of, of scripts Charlie Kaufman's written. It's the most mainstream. It's out. It's definitely the most mainstream, but it's probably his fourth best script behind. I, I like Synecdoche. John, I like Anomalisa, uh, and I like. Malkovich, being John Malkovich. An adaptation, too. I'm sorry, an adaptation. So it's five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wrote, um, I, uh, did he write her? Or was that all? No, that was Spike Jones. Spike Jones. Okay. Um, I probably like this a little bit more than her. Eh, yeah, I think yeah, it's probably. definitely like, an, it's, like it's a definitely, yeah, yeah, but it's like, it's it, it's not as mainstream as other movies, but it's mainstream it's, enough where if you say that you like that yeah. movie. It's a, it's a good movie to have in your back pocket when you want people to think you know about movies. Yep. Because <laughs> like everyone apparently, but D has seen it for some reason. Yeah, how, how did this get? I don't know how it got by you. I, I saw the first like fifteen minutes and for whatever <laughs> We're reason pulled in immediately. Those, those I think off. I turned it off to put on Liar Liar or something. This <laughs> <laughs> is the Jim Carrey I know. <laughs> come on, come on, stretch your face out. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, contort your body. What's he doing? Why is he wearing that hat? He's like crying over his, his girlfriend and J- D just wants him to like ter- put into the mask. <laughs> I want her erased from my memory. <laughs> uh, what's the name of Jim Carrey's new show? Kidding. I remember my I dad heard, started that. I, I think it was on Showtime. Bonkers. No, not yeah. Showtime anymore. My it's, dad it's started Michelle it. Gondry again who did. Uh, Directed Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I walked down the basin. Like Seth Rogen's Green Hornet movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anything else done? from Michelle? <laughs> Michelle Gondry, Vince. Yeah. Um, let me just say this before you jump into your, your dad's story. Who's not here about watching a show that none of us have seen? <laughs> a comic book movie fans. Trying to keep it on Jim Carrey. <laughs> like, maybe we'll talk about Jim Carrey <laughs> when we do, you know, Adam Sandler next time because that, that would make sense. <laughs> That's how this works. Didn't Michelle Gondry do? Uh, Anomalisa or no? Uh, no, Charlie Kaufman and like a, a claymation guy, not oh. not claymation, stop motion animation guy, Tim Burton. No, does he? He doesn't do that. Well, Charlie Kaufman wasn't like arranging the little figures. This that's what this loser does in his basement. But um, all right, are you kidding? No, I don't want to anymore. Just, just tell the story. <laughs> it's re- not even relevant now. It's a TV show. Just tell the story. You better be kidding um, that you don't want to tell us. Yeah. Um, so I remember walking down to my base. But the thing about comic book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm done. Mike's off. Um, where was I, liar, liar? All right. You walked down the base, but your dad's watching kid. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm all-, all I was going to say was Michelle Gondry did the Seth Rogen Green Hornet movie. It's we really, got it. It's really we weird. We heard you. Wasn't a Christoph Waltz the antagonist in that? Who, Kato? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a movie I would have seen. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I, I, I do want to hear this because it's probably funny. My mic's literally off. All right, so... Oh. You walk down the basement. And my dad's watching that show, Kidding. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey's new show. And he said it started off real well. <laughs> okay. And there's a scene where Jim Carrey just like shaves, like he has long hair in the show. Mm-hmm. And he just shaves one strip <laughs> down the middle of his head. And he said he turned it off after that because it was uh, typical Jim Carrey bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> typical Jim Carrey bullshit. <laughs> There he goes again. <laughs> is that show, is that show got a second season? I doubt it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sean, what time are we at here? An hour. What's computer at? Six percent. All right. Let's just talk it's about in, it's uh, in the red. Let's just talk about the end of the act real quick. <laughs> yeah, are we done, Jim, Jim Carrey? Uh, Jim Carrey's got the Sonic movie coming on. Um, He's I'm, gonna I'm, be the uh, saving grace of that movie. I'm in as a robot. Now. Ben Schwartz is Sonic. Yeah. Genre Alpheus cool. Aperstein. That's going to be mm-hmm. funny. 
which one? You didn't watch the act? I did not, no. All right, the act was a TV show about the uh, Gypsy Blanchett story. Me, Dee, and Vince all watched it. I, g- I, give it a, I give it a B plus. I think I liked it a little bit more than Dee, at least, but I give it a B plus. I give it a B. I think there were times. Okay. I, liked more than, I, thought, I thought you liked it more than me. No, I, I... You hated the ending. The, the ending what? was... A, like, when it was the flashback um, to the night that the murder happened, I thought that just, like, killed the pace, and it was a total drag. And I was kind of hoping I think, to see more of, like, the 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 criminal proceedings. You know what I mean? Like, they, they didn't show the trial or anything. Um. Yeah, 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 that's true, a little bit. But it, it was funny to see how, like, she... Like in prison, was just like so shocked to what would happen. Like yeah. she was so clueless. Well, yeah, I mean that's what happens when you're like sheltered like that your entire life. But Patricia Arquette's so good in it. That's what I probably give it a B minus. Yeah, um, look at us. <laughs> it was a good work. show. Um, I thought you know those two performances, uh, the girl who played Gypsy and Patricia Arquette, were what kind of made the show the best part about the show. I think she, yeah. and the, the, the kid who played Gypsy was probably the best. I, yeah. I mean, pretty sure Kept was really jo- Joey good. King, Joey King. She was in uh, was Fargo, Colin Hanks' daughter in that. And she was in uh, Zach Braff's second movie, which is awful. I think it's called Wish I Was Here. She's in The Conjuring. Didn't see that. She must be young in that, right? That's an older yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's very good. Um, the kid who plays Go to John. Her, he was her great. accomplice. He was is, all right, Vince, you do you do Go to John and D. You do Little Nicky. And this will be Go to John going to hell for, for murdering Gypsy's, uh, <laughs> Gypsy's mom. Pass. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> so <laughs> the, the, after the after the murder, he goes into Gypsy's bedroom, and <laughs> this, this that could not have happened in real life, but but they end up they end up having sex, and he's standing over, and he says <laughs> he says, "Welcome to your new life," <laughs> and it is the creepiest thing ever. Uh, the, the part where he ran. Like up to the fence, well, the, the not funny, but it's like oh yeah, we like Bonnie and Clyde, Bonnie and Clyde, we're gonna be like Bonnie and Clyde, and then like and she's like, what happened at the end? He's like, I found out what happened. They died, <laughs> and, that was, and he like smiles after. It. I mean, he the, he has issues, the, the person in real life. So, yeah. well, I think his name's uh, Caleb Calumworthy. Calumworthy, yeah, yeah he, he he was good. After the first the first episode, you were like, hey, he's awesome, and I was like, I don't know, it's kind of like an impression, but but he he he's really good. The more he's yeah. in it, the more uh, the more I like them. Um. What's next? I hear. Uh, I I hear. Uh, I don't watch it, but I hear Game of Thrones. I heard that two of the first four episodes were, were dog shit. I heard one you can't even see. That was the um, <clears throat> cinematographer's choice. I think it to worked. not let people see <laughs> see see the action. <clears throat> he said, like when there was a lot of backlash to it, he's like, I know it was like I know you could see it because I shot it. Yeah, well, like that was his answer. I mean. I, I don't, it was a it was a whole, it was the whole episode was a battle, yeah, yeah, and it was just dark the whole time. Yeah. Yep. Is it, like, is it winter? Yeah. It's winter. Winter's <laughs> here. It's like a blizzard, and it's like boots on the ground. I mean, really is it fr- is it? Can you say is it frustrating or people? No, just... I think it's an overreaction. Like, yeah. there's the point of it was to be like to show like the chaos of it. Okay. So, I mean, it's not like it's going to be like a real polished middle of the springtime. Afternoon, yeah. you know what I mean. I gotcha. That's what my last Uber driver um, said. That they're taking the focus off the thrones, the battle for the thrones. Hmm. The last three or two, the last. Seems two. that way. Yeah. And then he said, uh, or what I was saying was, I feel like this is probably you know there hasn't been more anticipation for a show ever, probably right, or like for like up. the fina- right. finale yeah, of the show for the finale. I feel like this is more like. People yeah, are throwing like these Game of Thrones parties, and you see things all over the internet. I feel like people have higher <laughs> expectations than they've ever had before, so it's just not like you know they're going into it just right. way too strong. Well, one of the last this last episode was one of the worst reviewed, but I think like if it was in the middle of season two or three, mm-hmm. it would be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, that I, show, I it just saying. suffers from the fact that right. there was two more left, but it's also like on the. The last episode before this one that just aired was a huge, huge like battle from the first second it started to the last second it ended. Right. So you need like a breather. You don't want to just. I don't. I don't like stuff like I don't like that movie like like Black Hawk Down. I don't like that. I don't like when it's just one. Like I hear that those movies. Uh, what are they called? Like the raid where they're like in an apartment building fighting yeah. the entire time. Like I would never be into that. I have no interest. This is like a bigger. 
Yeah, I don't know. I need I need like breaks. In the, like that's why I, that's that's like my number one gripe with superhero movies is the last hour is just a fight scene. It just bothers me. <laughs> like I just I, I, I just can't do it. Um, all right, yeah, too much anticipation for Game of Thrones. The act we give it a, a average of a B and um, Jim Carrey. Well, we tried. <laughs> Slash Adam Sandler. That's what I'm going to call this episode. <laughs> no. You think Jim Carrey will ever win an Oscar? No. I mean, I think no, he went close. off the deep end. You think that's it for Yeah, him? I think that, window's, yeah. that window's closed. I think I think he's at, at, he is similar, and it is... You know what? I take that back. I think in, in like well, his <clears throat> older age, he can get something really yeah. good. Maybe like some sort of like supporting 10 more years, role. Yeah. He would have to play, yeah, he would have to play a real, he would have to play a real person. Like there's... I, I mean... It, well, like, I, I don't I mean, Bill Miller, Bill Murray this. was older when he got nominated and did that thing, so it would have to be one of those type of things. But I think it's just like I don't know, like it just seems like he really, like you said, like he he doesn't really go for the drama anymore. Like the Sonic thing, I mean, I think <laughs> like like that's not gonna. I don't know. It's it's, uh, it's just the career. Paycheck, it, yeah. I think that if he if he wanted to, he could, but he just may have. You know, want to go tr- do different things in drama. <laughs> All right, we're get, we're getting to wrap it up. Uh, too much Jim Carrey talk. All right, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll be back. Do you have another great story day? Uber driver, your dad. Yeah, we'll be uh, back or whatever. Social <laughs> no, media, we, we're on there. Yep. Um, we'll uh, we'll 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 add you. You don't have to. Add us. <laughs> yeah, we'll find, you. we'll find you. Don't worry about. If you tuned in and you want to hear all about Jim Carrey, I apologize. <laughs> we, I mean, what else can we do? He's in ten movies that are like decent. Oh boy! All right. And to play us out, here's REM's Man on the Moon. <laughs>